All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rolling with the Winners, episode 16. Super pumped for another week here. Um, I am sitting here, just lit a new candle in my apartment. It's um, sweet cinnamon pumpkin, so really enjoying that. I'm drinking some um, sparkling water because I have addiction to sparkling water. Um, it's bubbly, black blackberry, uh, best flavor they have. Um, you should sponsor my podcast because, you know, I drink it literally every day. Um, but yeah, just sitting here ready to record another episode for you guys. Um, things have been kind of busy for me lately with my real job because unfortunately I do not actually get to sit here and talk about sports all day, um, even though I wish I could. Um, So I'm just kind of forcing myself in here to sit down and record this episode for you guys. Um, Also kind of a random call out, but I was talking to some friends recently and they were like, you need to have some music in your podcast, like an intro or outro song or something to throw in there. So if anyone has any ideas or wants to help create something for that, just hit me up. I am all ears because for whatever reason, my creative juices have not started flowing with ideas for that yet. So I am open to anything if anyone has any cool suggestions. All right, so let's get right into it. Um, I would like to start off by talking about LeBron. (laughs) Shocking, I know. Um, But just kind of with the start of the NBA season here, uh, sort of an overview of what we are looking at from him in the coming year. Um, I want to preface this by saying that the Lakers play tonight after I am recording this episode, so my LeBron stats will be slightly off based on what he does tonight, but you will get the gist of it. It should be only off by you know, 25 points, eight assists, and seven rebounds, roughly. Um, So yeah, let's get into it. He is currently 1,030 points away from passing Kobe on the all-time scoring list to move up into the three spot, which will definitely happen this season as long as he stays healthy, knock on wood. Um, I assume that will happen in roughly 37 or 38 games is when he will pass Kobe. Um, If he continues playing at the same level, he should pass Carl Malone at the end of next season or during the season after that. Um, Last to go then on the list is Kareem, which is definitely still many years away um, because Kareem is up somewhere in the 38,000 range, but there is potential for that to happen down the road. Um, So some things to look forward to in that category. Um, LeBron is currently at 10 on the all-time assists leaderboard and is only 274 assists from passing Gary Payton for the nine spot. Um, And this should take him about 39 games to accomplish um, based on his average. He should also be able to pass Isaiah Thomas in about 52 games based on his average stats. Um, So that's kind of coming up in the near season as well. Uh, The other stat that he is currently in the top 25 all-time is steals. Um, He is currently in the 16 spot, but he is only four steals behind Kobe. Another another Kobe stat there. Um, And there's a good chance he will pass Derek Harper and Allen Iverson this season as well, um, giving him the 13 spot to end the year. Being that everything goes as planned and he stays healthy, obviously, staying healthy is the main key for that. Um, Last year was kind of some big milestones for him with passing MJ on the all-time scoring list, but I think it's super interesting that he has the ability to pass Kobe in these different areas um, while wearing a Lakers jersey this season. I'm 
very interested to see how the fans will react um, when he does pass Kobe. Not really for steals because people don't care about that as much, but um, more so on the all-time scoring list because that's such a huge deal. Um, Kobe being there at the three spot right now and LeBron being at the four. Um, I just feel like LA has never been super welcoming for LeBron, so I don't see them reacting super positively to that. Um, I suppose it could also happen at an away game, um, so the reaction could be different based on that as well. But just some interesting things to think about and uh, look forward to about midway through the season. Some of these things should start clicking. Um because I have all the confidence in the world that LeBron is going to be just as dominant as he was before um, some of his injury issues last season. All right, so the other day um, I see this stat flash across my Twitter feed. Um, Tristan Thompson, he scored his first three-pointer in his entire NBA career. Um, I'm just going to say that one more time first three-pointer in his NBA career. Tristan Thompson has played in 565 regular season games and has scored over 5,200 points. So I truly cannot believe that he never hit a three-pointer, even in just a fluke on some random play. He has been playing in the league since 2011. I I mean, I just don't understand how that happens I mean, the shot did not look great. If you looked at his form, that was a little shaky, but um, good for him. Uh, And it went in, so that's all that matters. Just thought that was super interesting and would share with you guys. Uh, But want to get into some of the big news here that I have been discussing on this podcast since episode two. It's been a pretty dominant topic most weeks uh, just because... There have been so many different stories that have come out of this uh, topic. I know the conversation has been going on for a long time, but it feels like for the first time in a while, there has been actual progress made towards making changes in this conversation. So the NCAA unanimously voted to explore ways to allow student athletes to benefit from their name, image, and likeness. What a day to be alive. Uh, so I'm going to read the tweet that LeBron sent out today in regards to that. He said, it's a beautiful day for all college athletes going forward from this day on. Thank you guys for allowing me to bring more light to it. I'm so proud of the team at Uninterrupted bringing focus on this and to everyone who has been fighting this fight. Not a victory, but a start. I also love the first person who commented below LeBron's tweet and said, Bronny finna get the bread, <laughs> which made me laugh because I kind of forgot that uh, Bronny will probably be in just a few short years a college athlete himself and will will try to get some dough out of that. And I'm sure he will get plenty um, considering who he is. Uh, so Dr. Drake, the president of Ohio State and uh, one of the chairmen on the NCAA board of directors said, we must embrace change to provide the best possible experience for college athletes. Additional flexibility in this area can and must continue to support college sports as a part of higher education. The modernization for the future is a natural extension of the numerous steps NCAA members have taken in recent years to improve support for student-athletes, including full cost of attendance and guaranteed scholarships. 
So I, for one, am so excited to see this. I'm glad this is an NCAA policy and not specific states or schools because it won't give anyone the benefit or edge over anyone else. The same schools, in my opinion, will still be um, the powerhouse schools because this is a blanket uh, effect over the entire league. It's not just the state of California or a couple schools making this decision. Uh, Obviously, we don't know the specifics yet of what it's going to be, but I'm looking forward to seeing how they end up really, truly enacting this policy uh, throughout the entire league. So more to come on that, which is so exciting. Um, And other college football news, Ohio State is really good at football. Um, Chase Young should win the Heisman. Uh, He also watched my Instagram story this weekend, so shout out to Chase. But really, I I know it's really hard for them to not want to pick a quarterback as the Heisman because there is so much flash and glamour, and it's really easy for the fans to see the success that happens at that position. But Chase should be in the conversation. If he's not, that needs to change immediately. Um, Also sort of related, but... I would love to see an Ohio State-LSU matchup at some point in these playoffs. Uh, Knock on wood, we get there. Uh, A Joe Burrow versus Ohio State game would be so much fun and so great as a fan to watch. Those are definitely the, the games and the moments you talk about for a while, and I just really think those are the best two teams in football right now. Uh, We will definitely see how it plays out because there's still a lot of football left and we have a lot of important games left to play. Um, Particularly Penn State, I think, is going to be a tough one for us. The other big college football news is Kansas State with the win over Oklahoma. So another top 10 team is knocked down by a mediocre team, and I am still happy it's not Ohio State. Again, knock on wood, still got a long season left ahead of us. But yeah, that's just kind of the big college football update. Kind of want to move on to some NFL things here just for an injury update. J.J. Watt is now out for the rest of the season with a torn pec, which is an interesting injury to have. Uh, He tweeted, this game can be beautiful and it can be brutal. Absolutely gutted that I won't be able to finish the season with my guys and give the fans what they deserve. I truly love this game and can't stand letting you guys down. Thank you for all the thoughts and well wishes. Uh, definitely a sad injury to see He's such a dominant player in the league. And uh, I feel like that was super unexpected to hear out for the season with a torn pec. So uh, speedy recovery wishes to him. Um, I received a lot of positive feedback from last week about Kurt Warner's speech uh, that I read out and seemed like people appreciated hearing that. Like I said, I really like to use sports to help me Um, inspire myself in my own life and I'm really glad it kind of helped other people too. I figured uh, I would put another sports speech in this week. I'm not sure if this is something I want to continue doing um, but it's something that I really enjoy and it seemed like other people appreciated it as well. Uh, This one is not a Hall of Famer speech specifically but it is a speech that was given by the great Buckeye coach Woody Hayes. Uh, This speech was actually given Uh, long before I was born, at my dad's college graduation from Ohio State, and I think it was 1986. My my dad has always spoken highly of this speech, and I think it took me a really long time to truly appreciate the message of it all. I would kind of just listen to it, but didn't really take it in and comprehend what he was saying. Uh, My dad attests a lot of his attitude about how he looks at life to this speech, Uh, So I thought I'd kind of share an excerpt 
offer you all of it today. So here it goes. Uh, He said, I'd like to give you a little advice today. I'll try not to give you too much, just a little bit. One thing you cannot afford to do, that's to feel sorry for yourself. That's what leads to drugs, to alcohol, to those things that tear you apart. In football, we always say that the other team couldn't beat us. We had to be sure that we didn't beat ourselves. And that's what people have to do to make sure they don't beat themselves. So many times you have found here at the university people who were smarter than you. I found them all the way through college and in football. Bigger, faster, harder. They were smarter people than I. But you know what they couldn't do? They couldn't outwork me. I ran into opposing coaches who had much better backgrounds than I did and knew a lot more about football than I did. But they couldn't work as long as I did. They couldn't stick in there as long as I could. You can outwork anybody. Try it and you'll find out you can do it. In football, we learned some wonderful, wonderful things. And one of them is this. When you get knocked down, which is plenty often, get right back up in a hurry just as quick as you can. Do you know what to do then? You probably need more strength. Do you know where you get it? You get it in the huddle. You get it by going back and getting a new play and running that same play together with your teammate. That together is the thing that gives you the buildup to get ready to go again. In your lifetimes, you'll find that how well you can work with people will depend on how quickly you can get back to them and get together. You'll find out that nothing that comes easy is worth a dime. As a matter of fact, I never saw a football player make a tackle with a smile on his face. Never. For me, this goes all the way back to my grandmother and then right on down the line. She didn't tell my dad, now you go to the study table. No, no, she said, I'll meet you at the study table. And that's where your good parents and good teachers are. They're talking now about all of this tutoring you need for athletes and all that. We were doing that 35 years ago because I didn't send those football players to the study table. I met them at the study table. When you deal with youngsters, when you get into jobs of any kind, don't send people to do it. Meet them there and help them do it, and you'll be amazed how it works. Don't forget the other thing that I mentioned. You cannot work anybody. Try it. You will find out that you can do it. Uh, so I really, really enjoy this speech, mostly for that first part um, where he talks about never feel sorry for yourself um, because it only leads to bad things. Uh, and then he goes on to talk about how you can outwork anyone. Uh, there's always going to be people who are better than you, but they don't have to work harder than you. Um, and those two messages are something I've always kind of struggled with. The second one, I think I've always been able to understand, like I can work harder than other people, which will lead to success, uh, even if they are better than me, even if they do know more than me. Uh, I've always prided myself on knowing that I could work harder than anyone else. But I think that first message was something that was always much harder to instill in my life uh, was the idea of don't feel sorry for yourself, which I kind of talked about with the Kurt Warner speech last week, um, because I find myself at times in my life feeling sorry for myself, uh, which, like he said, that just only really leads to bad things. Um, Nothing good comes from that. Um, And especially in the last year of my life, that's something I've really started working on. um, And it's partially due to the fact of my dad kind of reiterating this speech to him that really changed his mindset in life and made him stop uh, feeling sorry for himself and just 
recognizing that he didn't have to do that and he was in control of his own life, uh, which is something I have tried to do uh, on my own as well. So definitely a great speech. Encourage you to go watch it. Uh, Sometimes watching someone say their own speech brings a whole nother level of power and inspiration to it. So definitely go check that one out. Uh, So moving on to this week on important things to know and crushing brewskis in the Muni lot. Uh, The Patriots game there was a tough one, wasn't it, guys? Uh, I think one of the toughest plays to swallow for me personally was when we had a false start on 4th and 11 with the punt unit out on the field. Freddie pulled them and put the offense out there for 4th and 16 and Baker was sacked on that play. The false start was deliberate so that the offense could return to the field because Freddie didn't want to burn the final timeout. That just whole chain of events, the thought process there, I it's truly one of the dumbest choices I've ever heard. And I can't think of a universe where that actually makes sense. And that was just one of the many frustrating layers uh, of that game. Some positive thoughts here, because I I try to throw in a little bit of positivity for the Browns here if I can. Uh, The first half of the season, we had the second toughest schedule in the league. The second half of the season, we have the second easiest schedule in the league. So that's something to look forward to. Our remaining schedule is as follows. The 2-6 Broncos, the 5-2 Bills, the 3-4 Steelers, the 0-7 Dolphins, then the Steelers again, then the 0-8 Bengals, then the three, four, and one Cardinals, then the five and two Ravens, who we've already beat once on their turf, and then closing out the season with our final game against the Bengals. Um, I'd like to say there are some hopeful W's in that mix, but we obviously need to take it one game at a time. Uh, Like I said last week, we still have five of our six conference games remaining, Uh, which is huge. This is not over for us. Um, It's hard to stay positive, obviously, with the errors and the just boneheaded plays we continue to make and not fix. Um, I was watching Baker in the press conference after the game, and they were asking him if he knows what they need to do to, to fix this. And he reiterated, we've known what we're doing wrong. The frustrating part is that we haven't been able to fix it, which is almost what scares me more because... If you can't pinpoint what the problem is, that's one thing. But if you've pinpointed the problem and you still have not found a solve for it this many weeks later, uh, that says a lot about how the team is looking at things and how they're playing. Uh, And it definitely makes me a little nervous to hear that uh, the Nick Chubb fumbles there were tough too because honestly, 90% of the time, he is our saving grace. Like He is what keeps us going and it is pretty consistently throughout the entire season been getting us the yardage that we need. Um, Baker's horrible mistake. I don't even know what to call it. It was just, it was a rough slip up. You just can't win games when you're making mistakes like that. Um, Some other random interesting Browns news is that Baker's wife, Emily, is joining WKYC as a special correspondent. So she's getting herself involved in the media side of things now. So that will be something to look for. Uh, I feel like I see her on social media, but I don't really actually know that much about her. So it could be interesting to maybe learn some more about her and see see what she's all about. I mean, I know more so the story of how they met, but uh, not too much about her as a person. So um, maybe we will get to learn more about that in the future. 
but that is all I have for you guys today. Uh, if you could please leave a review or five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on any streaming platform that you listen to. Also, please share this with friends. Um, If you know someone who loves sports, especially if they love Cleveland and Ohio State sports, or if they're just a huge LeBron supporter, uh, tell them to give it a try. It's okay if they don't like it. That's totally fine. But I'm always looking to spread the listeners by word of mouth. I would really, really appreciate it. Uh, As always, go Bucks and... Go Browns. And now, with the NBA season back, go Cavs.